Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 26th of September. Today, the NRL forced to reconsider grand final kickoff due to a weather forecast. Could the Wallabies' World Cup failure cost them their high-priced recruit? And the special reason Taylor Swift is suddenly a very big fan of the NFL. But first... Last night at the Crown Palladium in Melbourne, the AFL's best and brightest swapped their jumpers for tuxedos and their boots for shiny shoes as they attended the 2023 Brownlow Medal. And with newly implemented regulations around the betting on the award after last year's incident involving an AFL umpire disclosing votes to his mates, this year's count was shrouded in mystery and speculation. Just who would claim the game's highest individual honour? Who do you think's going to win? As predicted, Collingwood young gun Nick Dacos jumped out to a very big lead and held a two-vote lead going into the final three rounds. Three rounds which he would miss through a knee injury. So the question was, did he hold on? Did he become the youngest winner in 30 years? Did he set himself up to do the Brownlow Premiership medal double ahead of Saturday's grand final against the Lions? Well, did he do it? No. No, he didn't. Brisbane, L. Neal. Three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2023 Brownlow medal, Lockie Neal of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. Brisbane Lions co-captain Lockie Neal last night became a dual Brownlow medalist, taking out the award by two votes over Western Bulldogs captain Marcus Bontempelli with Nick Dacos holding on to round out the podium. Neal's win was made all the more remarkable after he was left out of the 2023 All-Australian side, with selectors deeming him not worthy of a spot in the best 22 players of the season. Guess he showed them. In your Neil will now return his focus to preparing for this weekend's grand final where he'll be hoping to win a first premiership medal to go alongside his two Brownlows. Five sleeps to go until the NRL and NRLW grand finals in Sydney. And a curious problem has presented itself. Yes, Mother Nature is not playing ball at the moment. With the grand final being hosted at Acor Stadium in Sydney's west, the Bureau of Meteorology is forecasting the temperature to rise as high as 35 degrees at Olympic Park. It's getting hot in here, so Whoa, 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 whoa. No one is taking anything off. But the NRL does have a problem, because currently they're on track for the hottest grand final conditions in the history of the game. The NRLW decider between the Newcastle Knights and the Gold Coast Titans is currently scheduled to kick off at 3.55pm when the Mercury is still expected to be well above 30 degrees, while the men's final is set for a 7.30pm kickoff. Yeah, you'd hope the evening would bring some relief, but the current forecast suggests that the temperature will still be close to 30 degrees by the time the Panthers and the Broncos get their grand final underway. The NRL's head of football, Graham Annesley, stressed that the game has extensive heat guidelines and policies and that if the weather calls for it, there is flexibility built into the grand final schedule to delay kickoffs if necessary. By any means necessary. And while Annesley stressed that the game could account for the extreme conditions, he also didn't miss taking a shot that, quote, without being dismissive of the Weather Bureau, things can change. Mm, sick burn. As Rugby Australia continues to survey the damage of Australia's pitiful Rugby World Cup campaign, suddenly the game is facing the prospect of losing its high-profile recruit before he's even laced up a boot. And here's a kick for Suwali. Suwali up, yo! What a wow. mouth, a catch from this young freak of an athlete! 
Joseph Suwali'i created a huge stir in March this year when, despite being contacted to the Sydney Roosters, he made the decision to sign a three-year deal to jump codes from league to rugby union on a three-year deal worth more than a reported $5 million. But off the back of the Wallabies' performance at the Rugby Union World Cup, which sees them about to suffer a group stage exit for the first time in history, Reports are that Suwali'i could be considering the old contract backflip. Get me out of here. Suwali'i still has one year to go on his current contract with the Roosters, with his switch to the green and gold not beginning until 2025. But if he's hoping Eddie Jones has got the national team back into shape by then, I wouldn't be holding my breath. Aussie rugby hits rock bottom. The Aussie rugby union community is still reeling from the 40-6 loss to Wales yesterday morning and coach Eddie Jones isn't best pleased with the current focus on his alleged job interview with Japan Rugby Union on the eve of the tournament. I I really take umbrage at the questioning that people are questioning my commitment to coaching Australia. I really take umbrage at it. Yeah, I've been working non-stop since I've come here um, and I apologise for the results. I keep saying that. But to doubt my commitment to the job I think is a bit red hot. And he's right. Unless, of course, he did have an interview with Japanese rugby before the tournament, in which case the doubt seems fairly spot on, Eddie. Regardless, it seems that this World Cup campaign could cost Rugby Australia not only its coach, but its high-profile recruit as well. With 50 million albums sold worldwide, 11 Grammys and a net worth north of 400 million, Taylor Swift might just be the biggest star on the face of the planet right now. So, why the hell are we talking about her on a sports podcast? Because of this guy. Kelsey at the 15, gets a block, inside the 5, and he's in! Touchdown, Kansas City! Travis Kelsey, the two-time Super Bowl winning tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, a man widely considered to be one of the best football players on the planet, is also the new flame of Tay-Tay. Swift was spotted in a corporate box at the Chiefs game yesterday as Kansas City romped to a 41-10 point win over the Chicago Bears. This may be the first time in history that Patrick Mahomes isn't the most popular player in Arrowhead. <laughs> With Taylor Swift in the house, Travis Kelsey says, oh baby, it's a big day for the Chiefs. Swift was seen cheering loudly as Kelsey scored a touchdown in the win before the pair were filmed leaving the stadium together. And I say good luck to them. They're two young, attractive, successful people, and I hope they stay together forever and ever. But let's be realistic. This is probably going to end in tears within the next six months, but on the upside, at least the inevitable breakup means fresh material for Tay-Tay's next album. Oh my God, look at that face. You look like my next mistake. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.